Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of At Home in His Love. All about how do we spend time with Jesus? What does it look like to make our home in Him? And how do we learn more about His love by just being in relationship with Him? Hey everyone, so you're about to listen to the second part of Joel's episode. This one is about the Acts Church and the glory that comes with that and seeing that in the 21st century today and then stewarding and discerning timings. If you haven't listened to his first part, which talks way more about his encounter and journey with the Lord and how God brought him out and into relationship and his sonship, then I'd really recommend listening to that first because this follows on from it. And there's an activation at the end of both episodes uh, where Joel prays for you so that you can also be released into what you're called to. So yeah, really exciting and hope you enjoy the episode. How do you remain distinctive and, you know, kind of be like, cool, this is like how God's created me or this is what he's releasing. And then also getting kind of more specific, what things of the church has become like conformity or because I asked Joe this I was like what things in like church community are you surprised about since reading the bible and like not meeting any Christians that you thought like why are Christians doing that and I guess in the same way like what parts of like church and religion do you actually think we need to try and break ourselves out of in order to press into humanity and press into actually being yeah Christ-like and being able to reveal that to others Mm. wow how do I remain distinctive that was the first part I'll, I'll pick it up from there I yeah I, I think that I'm fortunate enough to have been exposed to art school like straight away after being saved and coming to Brighton to learn you know be baptized and uh, become a member of a church and serve the church and sort of figure out I, I found it fascinating like observing um yeah being being a Habakkuk and sort of watching stuff go down in the church and sort of like realize what are the patterns of everything and I used to get real kicks out of being in prayer meetings and it's just you know in the early parts of discovering the spirit of God and how the prophetic works um without knowing what the prophetic was at first of course but just being like oh man I I I think the Holy Spirit's going to speak and then someone would pray out in a tongue and I'd go, oh my goodness. And I'd kind of be like on on the cusp of saying something and then someone else would say something and I'd go, oh man. So I used to just get real kicks and trips out of being in sync with the Spirit. I used to think that was really cool. And then it was like, this is real. This is happening. Like we're all connected. We're all joined together in, in one body here. That's amazing. And I'd hear people pray out passionately and I'd go, I want to do that. I want to be I remember like coming back from prayer meetings and then having like back in the early days, like back when it had like no other things to do, come back from a prayer meeting and pray for a couple of hours on my own. Cause I'm like, Oh man, that was amazing. And I want to do this. And like, just sort of doing like a debrief, an excitable debrief with God in my bedroom and uh, kind of sort of figuring out along those lines going, so what is this? Like, what is it to, to be, in the church and what is your church what is your vision for brighton i think we're quite fortunate to have a pastor who when he does cast vision um there's a real gifting he's got and there's um i think there's an authority in it that it's like yeah this is the vision for brighton and um i think getting on board with that and ultimately yeah vision is key to 
any kind of any kind of success i think you know <laughs> without mm. vision you cast off a strain without vision people perish mm. it's just about and, to create that uh, yeah yeah that's so that was what like one of the main things without prophetic vision was the reason why i latched onto it but i think yeah vision because what is what's the best vision to have well what what are you working towards ultimately you can't be working towards something that will just end in this world because then you have just fulfilled the mist the the mist stuff that solomon loves and actually we we can store gold up in heaven and work towards that instead so i think being distinctive is partly down to um knowing who you are within the context of family because that's really counter cultural um and i think that could even probably be counter uh well this is interesting so there's a church culture which is like on the surface broad stroke and then there's actually when you get down to the the church because i, I don't think that god's definition of his church has changed i think that it is still what you'd see in acts mm. and i think that that is present in you could go to any church and you'd be able to see that community but normally that community is within a community and it i i think that um it's interesting i had a i have a friend that who was in a church plant and he was sort of talking in the language of creating a um creating like a kind of cultural current <laughs> um sort of like a, a a sort of whirlpool so that if you arrive on the outside just naturally by being around these people you'll be drawn into the middle that's exciting yeah very exciting like <laughs> he's a great guy i really like him but I, yeah i think that that is um i think that's kind of key is knowing that actually that the heart of the church is still where we find our identity um as as like we receive our identity in christ have however and we've been learning about this recently just how paul's understanding of being being saved is that you end up in the church as a member as a as a functioning member of that body um and so that isn't the same as turning up on a on a meeting that's mm-hmm. actually being a functioning mem- member in the body like experiencing the spirit of god experiencing the pouring out of the holy spirit experiencing prophecy um hearing the word being preached actually like admonishing people in the faith and being admonished yourself and actually benefiting from the community and that can only happen when you lean in that can only happen when you go i want to get to the heart of the community and say so, i can't remember the second part of your question i'm just kind of going with it no yeah it's um, flowing it was just what would you unpick or yeah, yeah more like practical uh, awesome. what culture should we detach ourselves from awesome great i'm kind of arriving there awesome so yeah very natural so with all that it is definitely the um carl what's his name carl truman is he's recently released a book uh called the rise of the modern the rise and triumph of the modern self um which you encourage to read and that is like a really good kind of breakdown of what are the cultural trappings that all of us will be experiencing in the world at the moment and all of it being to do with how your average secular person will be identifying themselves and what are the means by which they identify themselves like the cliche is to say that it's individualistic and that is true and that's why it's a cliche because it is true however there's like loads more stuff that's attached to it in terms of like the way that the like the way that culture is going the way that it's being constructed it isn't just happening it's being constructed carefully by an enemy who is intent on destroying people and stealing them away from god so 
to be swept away from finding your purpose and identity within a community and actually knowing that self is not the most important thing but selflessness and actually connecting with God and how do we connect with God most it's not just on our own but it is with people and um yeah to be to be still caught up in that while still being a Christian can't happen um ultimately that's I think that's kind of like the the end line of it is that you can't be an individualistic Christian because then you're not actually a Christian by what it seems like Paul is communicating in terms of the sort of conveyor belt of salvation is that the belief part is just a small part. Yeah. I mean, even going through James at the moment, him just calling people out by going, great, believe God. So do the demons and tremble and mm. You show me your faith without works. I'll show you mine by my works. And um, just actually everything that we see in like the, the development of the early church was they're all figuring out how to do it together. And um, I really like that. And I don't think that I don't think that a kind of like nostalgic approach is helpful when we go, oh, they got it perfect. Because I don't know if they did. I think they were just figuring it out in the same way that we still are kind of figuring out because we're um we are we are in a better position than they are we've got the bible we've got the holy spirit we've had progress with like people sitting down and going and sort of agreeing on the 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 canon of scripture and agreeing on the apostles creed and stuff like that which is a really helpful like these are really helpful developments so i i, I feel like not looking back at the past and, and wishing stuff was how it used to be, but because that's not great vision. I think prophetic vision is always looking towards what's yet to come and bringing it, bringing it to now, um, saying that the kingdom of heaven is at hand and then reaching out and grabbing it and uh, taking it. So I, I yeah, I, I guess that's um, a roundabout way of saying keep, keep having vision of what, God's building and um make sure that you partner with that and not partner with not partner with what man's building or what you like to build instead but yeah just um being yielded to whatever God says is how he wants it to go down and then just being like yeah cool I'm gonna go down with that then mm, yeah really good answer and it wasn't like long-rounded all of it was packed full <laughs> of wisdom and yeah enriching and you, when I left Brighton, you were kind of yielding, I guess, your whole, well, calling or like a lot of what you'd built identity in. Um, and we were just chatting about yeah. words or vision that God might have given you that are for many years to come and like yielding to the time of that. Let's say people are listening and they have burning desires to see this happen or that and they really believe that God's spoken it. But maybe their church environment or work environment or something isn't allowing that space yet. How have you learned to have discernment and to wait on God's timing? And yeah, how do you know when to stay and to catch on to the small things he's doing before it becomes bigger? Mm. Yes. Specifically with like prophecy. Oh, so I guess it will always begin with having gratitude. If he's given you a vision, like just being, being able to be content with like hearing God's voice and being excited about the fact that he's sharing plans and visions with you which which he doesn't have to do he could just give you a very simple you know I want you to just serve church faithfully for the entirety of your life 
mm-hmm. in this one in this one thing and just do that faithfully and um you'd be able to find a lot of satisfaction in that i think probably because god said that this is what you're doing and i yeah i think that maybe that's it is that a lot of our satisfaction comes from knowing like well i'm doing what god said to do so this is great like this is where his grace is for me and then i guess what as you're describing it yeah it's like when you've received something from god it's like this is my plan for your life but um i'm not going to tell you anything else and now you have to well now what do you do <laughs> I, I i think that i think that one of the trappings is probably I, I think especially with like our age is that we think way too big way too quick yeah um and i i think that that trips us up into not doing something and seeing god lead us down the journey um because we're trying to jump to the finish before we've actually made progress which i know is like common anyway like we we get that but um i think it's the advice to be there, reminded of it though yeah oh good to <laughs> um, remember that it takes time yeah i i think the way around it is just giving thanks for the little that you have for me it was um knowing that wherever i have been given i've been given and like he expects something from me like the parable of the talents so what if he's only given me this am i going to see him as a hard master or am i actually going to be like cool i'm going to do something with it and there'll be increase and maybe we can be a bit stubborn when we think that we've only been given a small thing and we think now nah, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put my i'm gonna save myself for when i'm actually like you know put in the big weight and you know when i've got my five talents rather than it's just one and that's a good way of having your talent taken away <laughs> um, yeah. and you'll give it to someone that is actually happy to go yes this is going to be my everything and i'm going to put everything into it and i'm going to steward it and i'm going to treat this like this is everything and that this will be my thing forever and it's good to do that i think even like hearing people that have gone off to plant churches and um the tension of like, well, how much do you invest in relationships um, if you know that you're going to leave? And again, coming down to the the vision thing is not thinking just temporary, but thinking long-term. I'm really grateful for friends that I know I'm going to see them in this life in the long-term. And so I've just maintained good connection, even like not speaking to some of them for a few months at a time, but every time that we do reconnect, I just reminded of actually like this purpose in our friendship. So um, yeah, you've got burning desires and you don't feel like there's space for it. God will make space essentially. Like that's the big thing to hold on to is that he will create space. And there's this awesome, the awesome story of, uh, I believe that it's Isaac goes around opening up the wells of his father, Abraham, and he gets opposition at every well until finally he does actually arrive at this well where there's no opposition and there's no one trying to badger him for the space. And he calls the place Rehoboth, which I can't remember the meaning of, but he pairs it with, because I finally found a place to rest. I finally found a place to, to blossom. So that's just like faithfully going cool. Where is it that there's already something that has happened that I can go to? For me, it was serving in the youth work and just serving wherever, to be honest with you, I think I've served in a lot of different ministries. And then as it's kind of like developed, 
my giftings have become more prevalent and people then call it out and say I see this and I go great because I've kind of been feeling that for a while Mm. that confirms it and I think a lot of it is just you're probably the only one that knows about that thing in your heart for a while and actually you just need to steward it in your heart for a while and um, eventually people will see it in public and they'll call it out in public and they'll ask you how to make it happen for you they'll want to water it they'll want to see it grow because uh, it will benefit and bless the body. Mm. Christine Kane does a really good preach that really spoke to me about the new wine and about like the crushing that comes and uh. refining like in the dark room before the anointing comes. But so many of us want to jump to that anointing but haven't gone through that crushing space with the Lord. Uh. Uh, and actually it was the parable of the talents that um, really convicted me to start like stewarding more actually where this podcast came from because I always looked at other people and I was like oh they've got like this worship gift or that and then I think the Lord was just like well look what I've given you like what are you going to do about it and I realized I hadn't really been stewarding for a while Wow. so got on the train and started Um, and it's cool because there is definitely like satisfaction in you know wherever it goes and whatever it's like for there's Mm. satisfaction in knowing that I'm using something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that God's given so yeah I really resonate with that and anyone listening this can be a moment for you to think through what God's gifted you and your heart of gratitude for that and yeah being patient and satisfied before you know like what's to come with it I'm conscious of time so final question oh, um right. you might have answered this already but I love whatever comes out of people's hearts when I ask this yeah like what are you passionate to see come like spread across of like the kingdom or what is something that you want to see happen or God doing before you die and I know that we have like eternity but more just like right now in this life what do you want to see I can't think of a simple way of describing I'm sorry apart from meaty I just want it to be really meaty I want Christianity to have you know a real meatiness to it basically sorry vegans but um (laughs) Or some jackfruit to it, you know, just to be inclusive. Yeah, that's like it, really. Like, I want it to be revered. I want I want the church to be like this heavy thing. The Hebrew word for glory is the same as heavy. And I, I feel like the church is yet to come into, well, obviously, it's yet to come into its full glory. But I feel like there will be a, a glory and a heaviness that it carries like where in just in communities that it serves if you mention like the name of the pastor that name will carry weight if you mention the name of like a christian in the workplace or a christian on the street that name will carry weight and it will go the distance that it will actually be that we're salty meaty people that are across the world and causing some actual like noticeable difference of course, there is like serving and trusting that the difference is going on underneath, but you know, that can't be forever and that won't be the only way that stuff happens. So I, I want to see some breakthrough. I want to see some evidence of the stuff that's been sown into and uh, that's been, you know, cultivated over the lockdown. I want to see that just come up. I want to be surprised and I want to be, I want to be intimidated and nervous about just how how much traction the gospel gets because 
I want to feel like I'm losing my special like faith for something that has gone way beyond um, our small ideas about what the church is and you know seeing fresh believers being disciples and um, actually like taking it into the world amen powerful yeah really powerful vision and you shouldn't ever apologize for explaining things in a different way or for it not being I don't know fully like westernized and like truth because I think (laughs) people get to glimpse what you see through your like artistic and poetic expression which is yeah really cool and it's definitely blessed like my life and other people that I've seen as you've like prophesied and spoken to them would you mind praying for anyone listening just that they can like hold the weight of that glory and I guess that they can be released into what they're being called to if that's okay absolutely yeah father we ask for your for your smile to cut through any any feelings of just uh intimidation and um the insecurity of, of insignificance and that you would you would cut through all that and that you would you peel it away in this moment with a smile that you'd even warm them now by your spirit and that you would cause them to come alive come alive and uh bloom and actually open up and i see for people now where Obviously, I talk about keeping things hidden and secret and stewarding, but I think there are some people now that you've been hearing that and you've been thinking, I don't know if that's for me. And actually, yeah, it is uh, different for you that you need to come out where you've been is just um, in the shadow. And I see the Father repositioning you so that you can actually begin to, to be known. I see people who have been afraid to serve because they haven't got well they haven't been sure enough of their ability or their their significance and that they're actually there's teams where they think they have ambitions to be in teams where they they feel way out their depth they feel like they'd be the complete novice but i want to release them from that i want to release them in your name father would you would you give them place and would you give authority from their obedience to just say yes to you and to see that humility uh, begin something really fresh i thank you god that you give grace to the humble but you oppose the proud and i thank you god that you encourage us you, you say those who are rich rejoice in your downfall and those those who are poor uh rejoice and be glad in your exaltation as you're lifted up uh, so i just pray for those that feel like they're poor uh, whether it be in gifting, <laughs> like impoverished in, you know, experience or whatever, that they'd rejoice in their exaltation, that you can you can skillfully use them in any way that you desire. And, uh, yeah, I pray that we would all be able to hold that glory, that we'd all, always be able to hold the weight of the glory of God revealed in the face of Christ Jesus. And so we come back to that smile of God, that we'd be able to see you, Jesus, and smile as well. Amen. Amen. Joel, this honestly has been so great. I think, yeah, I could have like four hours just listening to (laughs) 
what you feel like you're downloading and sharing and even that prayer yeah feels like it was accurate um to whoever wow. listening so thank you nice. so much for sharing your time yeah and just your encounter and your experience and your challenge to the body as well to step out of alignment with the world and to step into alignment with like heaven and what jesus actually wants so really Amen. appreciate it oh man it's been good I appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. There'll be another episode next week. Hit me up or my guest on the socials if you want to know more. But yeah, if anything has resonated with you today, please pray about it. Seek the Lord about it. If you feel like it's something for you for this season um, or to incorporate in your life, then yeah, please do that because intentionality can bring so much expectation of what we think the Lord is going to do with us um, and in this world and in the season and with the church. So it's great to just be getting stuck in and asking him more and more.